welcome to Dreams and Bones, the podcast designed to help us all learn more about practicing the art of creative living. My name is Carol Willem Roberts. And I'm her husband, Paul. And we are the creators of Grow Me a Story. Our website dedicated to the idea that everyone is creative. And inch by inch, row by row, we want to help you grow the creative dreams and bones in your life through conversation with other creatives. As your creativity cultivators, Paul and I have been bringing special guests to you since 2022 to talk with us about the deep joy and meaning that comes from practicing the art of creative living. Here on this fifth Friday of September in 2023, we're going to continue our practice of presenting some of our own thoughts about creativity in a fifth Friday episode of Dreams and Bones. It's a chance for us to reflect back on the creativity we've seen in the world around us of late. It's also a chance to look ahead and anticipate the creative opportunities coming up. So let's get started with this Fifth Friday episode of Dreams and Bones. Well, welcome to another Fifth Friday episode. It's been a while since we've done one of these Fifth Fridays in a month. Uh, it started because we used to interview people uh, uh, for an hour and we'd break it down into those four episodes. We hope to continue to do that some uh, this fall and get some uh, some new faces, new voices for you to hear from. But we'd like to take a few minutes. Carol, let's go back to one central question that we've sort of dealt with over the last few years. Carol, what do you think? Is everyone creative? How do you feel about that right now? Yes, I believe everyone is creative, but I think you need to ask yourself, what does that mean? What mm-hmm. is, if everyone's creative, what, is, what does that mean? What mm-hmm. is creative? And I think everyone has the ability to create something new. Uh, I think often we, th- people, when they say, oh, I'm not creative, they that means they think they can't sing or do art or dance or, you know, mm-hmm. I think they look mm-hmm. at those visual art type things. But that's not all what creativity is. Mm-hmm. Creativity is being able to take a car engine mm-hmm. apart and put mm-hmm. it back together. It's maybe being out fishing and finding a new way to catch a fish. I mean, there's just a lot of different ways that we are creative. And sometimes we we don't take the time to realize that we can do things in new and different ways. Mm-hmm. And sometimes those new and different ways help other people. And so I think what we like to do is show people and help them identify that creativity in their lives. Yes, yes. You know, I, I, I think another word that goes with this that kind of scares people at times is the, the word artist. We struggle to think of ourselves as an artist, but I think that you could take a scientist who is doing research on, on wow, a very, very difficult uh, topic and there's a tremendous amount of creativity there. You know, I love, one of the things that I love uh, looking at is those, uh, those photographs of, 
of uh, space that we see from the, the Hubble telescope. And oh, what's the new one? Uh, James Webb, is it the, yeah, I think that's a, another new telescope where you see further than we've ever seen before. Or we can go the other direction. Uh, I, I read some of my Isaac Asimov book about frontiers, and he's going in this one particular chapter, they're looking at atoms and what makes up the atom and this tiny little stuff that we can break down even further and further. And, and there's creativity in all of that science. There's art in all of that science uh, that is going on. And, and, and yet we want to, we want to stop and we, uh, because of our culture tend to say, oh, the artist is, is this only this person at the very top of whatever their field is, those are the artists. Uh, Julia Cameron talks about those as, uh, uh, talks about us, us normal, regular people, as being shadow artists. And we just haven't found our tribe yet. We haven't found the place to share uh, our, our love uh, and the, the creativity that we like to do. I think that that's important for us to sort of recognize some of that. I think about our time, especially yesterday. We just spent uh, the, the week up in Mullen uh, working with elementary school kids. And, and the kids that were the most free, the children that were the most free to just let go and have a good time, were those kindergarten and first graders and second graders. And as we moved up in age, the kids that had the toughest time with how relaxing, letting go and just having fun were those fifth and sixth grade kids. Somewhere along in there, we begin to lose some of that. We start to, we start to be afraid. The expectations, I think the expectations for ourselves become too much. And we're, we're afraid of making a mistake. It all has to come out perfect. Yeah, the same thing happened Last spring, when we worked with the kids at Canyon Elementary, we uh, I remember we gave the teachers all a, or they gave us a list of the students who the, I think maybe they talked to and asked, would you would you take a speaking part? Would mm -hmm. you do this? And every kindergarten kid, yes, we'll do anything. But as a, as each grade level got older, the list got shorter and shorter, and and it is it's very interesting to see how that happens. But on the other side, by the end of the week, you know, there were kids, there was one kid that, you know, the first day we were in his classroom, it was almost like, I'm not sure he was handling the fact that, oh, these new people are in here and mm -hmm. they're going to mm -hmm. ask us. I mean, and he was like sitting under his desk yeah. or chair or table or whatever yeah. they were sitting yeah. at. But by the end of the week, I mean, he did what he was supposed to do. And that's, you know, and there was a few kids that, you could tell this was not something comfortable for them, but they all did it and they all tried it. And um, and it was fun to see that. And that's kind of why we do this mm -hmm. is to give kids an opportunity to see if they do like it. Like last year, I remember there was a student who did one of the main parts in that presentation and found out afterwards that he struggled with anxiety. He had, mm -hmm. but that, mm -hmm. but being up in front of people and saying lines 
that did didn't bother yeah. him. He yeah. liked and it was and it was like, oh, you know, maybe that's something that can help him and give him a release. I mean, I always used to talk about how being up on stage and on theater was kind of a, a little bit like therapy to me. Yeah. I mean, people would ask me, you know, gosh, do you get nervous? Do you get um, is it hard? And and I say, well, you know, sometimes I'll get nervous, but most of the time for me, it's yeah, it's kind of that release. It's creativity. It's yeah, it's a way for me to kind of de-stress. Yeah, yeah. I know throughout the week uh, with the kids in Mullen, uh, it was the the experience was the same. We talked uh, about it with each other and talked with the teachers in Mullen a little bit. Uh, because of our time at Canyon, we knew how the week was going to go. And we knew that we were going to have moments when we were going, how is this going to come together? Is this all going to work out? But we had had the experience of working through that difficult part of it and knowing that, no, it's going to come together. We were, we were joking with each other about uh, the Mullen teacher's concern that it was going to be too long. We had told them it'll be about an hour. Let's start at one o'clock. We'll end by two when they were going to release. We ended up having to start at 1230 because it seemed to them we wouldn't be able to squeeze all of that in. Well, it lasted an hour. We, we very naturally, I think, as human beings, I say dream big and then pull it back if you need to and, and readjust. Well, we were dreaming big and bigger than what uh, they thought we could accomplish. But the fact that we had been through it before uh, gave us the confidence to simply say, yep, yeah, we're going to keep going. That old phrase uh, in the world of the theater, the show must go on. We're going to keep on moving and we'll, we'll get there in the end. And again, I think the... The young kids, they just accept that. Yep, it's all going to be fine. The older that we get, uh, the more experiences that we have where it seems as if we're not successful, we don't always recognize that as this is part of the process. There may be times when we're not successful, but the more that we're able to uh, accept that as part of the process, then the easier things become for us. I do think about, you know, we did start uh, also, we've had two weeks now of our our Thursday, or no, Wednesday afternoon. When do we have seven kids come in uh, during the week? On Thursday afternoons, trying to get all of that schedule in my head. And and I'm really, you know, the, the, the two sisters, uh, I'll hold back on names, but the two sisters that are there, one a seventh grader, one a first grader, that little first grader really is by nature very uh, a, a little quiet, a little reserved, a little cautious, a little careful. And boy, it's interesting to watch her watching her sister. And what a great big sister who is there for her little sister and encourages her and helps her be successful and take risks. And then it was fun the other day after our second time when parents came to pick him up to hear uh, the little first grader say to mom, it was so much fun. <laughs> and yeah, we 
we live for those kinds of little moments when uh, when the kids really express themselves and, and let us know that, yes, this creative thing, this risk-taking is something that they're really enjoying. Mm-hmm. We have another couple kids that come on Wednesday that are, we call it a like a musical theater or a performance class. And, and that was really fun to have. We gave them two different like short readings. One was a, one was comedy and one was serious. And they both had to just take about three minutes to read through. And then they had to perform it for us. And, and it was so fun to see their different interpretations of each of those. And just to see them, we've kind of worked with them and known them for a little over a year. Mm -hmm. And, and just to see in the last year, how much they've grown how much yes, confidence yes. they've they've acquired. Um, and I really feel like they are at a point now where they're ready to learn more mm-hmm. and be directed. They've expressed that. Yeah. Yes. And they want to learn some, especially in the serious, because, you know, when you're in middle school, you don't do a lot of serious things, I think. Mm-hmm. Most of the stuff, performances have to do with comedy and but yeah, they both have really expressed wanting to learn more, do more serious roles, learn about being serious. And 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 even last year, it was almost like, I think they thought they, they knew what they were doing. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it was like, oh yeah. yeah, I can do this. Well, now I feel like, and they've had a lot more experience being on stage, which has really helped them to realize, oh wait, there's a lot of things I still... Yeah need to learn, want to learn, and that's going to be fun. I'm really looking forward to seeing what what comes of these two and as mm-hmm. they learn different aspects of acting and performing in theater. Yeah. Well, and it makes me think of, uh, again, the thing, big thing that is a part of our lives this fall is both being involved with another play up at the Sixth Street Theater, a large cast in Arsenic and Old Lace, 14 people, and I have people that are brand new to the stage, adults that have not acted before, and I have adults that have acted a little bit, and adults that have done uh, this uh, a lot, uh, this whole big mix, and, and it is so much fun even with them to sort of see those differences, to, to hear the new adult actors making comments like, oh, this was fun tonight. Uh, it wasn't just work. They were, they were understanding what the expectation uh, was. One of the actors that just came in this week, he's been on stage with us before. Johnny's been on stage with us before, but it's been a while. So uh, since he's done anything, he is uh, probably the oldest actor that we have on stage. And boy, I, I, he was a late addition and we had him up on stage and he wasn't sure with his lines and he's like me, needs his glasses in order to be able to see. And it's hard to see on the stage because those bright lights are shining and, and everyone else on the stage was off book. They didn't have their script and Johnny had to have his script in front of him and he's trying to follow along and, and the other actors are unsure because they don't know him. And then he had this magical moment that an experienced actor like Johnny would do where 
his comic character stood up in a hurry and he managed to make it look very real when he kicked his chair over his chair went flying and the other actors who are new to the stage had such a real reaction looking around their heads were jerking whoa what was that oh and it was i i said to johnny that was brilliant can you did you do that on purpose yes <laughs> and uh that's some of that uh, that creative uh, magic. I think we can get to to a spot as adults where we're going back to being kids mm -hmm. again. Mm -hmm. We've found. Oh, out. that was what we did. Oh yeah, all week. I mean, you know, uh, yes. yesterday during the performance, there's a part where we do the um, hi ho song with the littlest kids yeah, yeah. at the end, and you know, I'm leading them out and I'm marching and we're singing hi-ho, hi-ho. And, and then we kind of make this big circle and, and I'm just marching. And I did. I, I kept thinking, you know, here I am, 60 years old and having just as much fun as they are, yeah. just yeah. marching around and we're just having a great time. And, um, and it is. You know, I always talk about how one of the reasons I love theater is because that, yeah, you can become that playful kid mm -hmm. and, and mm -hmm. it's and you get to play dress up all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's about all the time we have for this fifth Friday episode for the month of September. Carol, any final words of wisdom for us? Well, this year in our after school classes, we're really making a better effort to do a little bit of each of our five ways to cultivate a creative life. Mm -hmm. We start with sowing seeds, journaling, we do a time of awareness, we do a creative rendezvous either with music, art, theater, or storytelling. We create a creative community with the students and we also want them to connect with the creator. And one of the ways we do that this year is at the end of each time we're with the students, we have them kind of recite this, we call it a Gromia Story Creativity Creed, and I'm just going to share that with you. The same creator that made the heavens and the earth created me. The same creator that made the heavens and the earth created me and wants to create through me. The same creator that made the heavens and the earth created me and wants to create through me and loves me. I love hearing the kids as we go through that and they're learning that. Well, as we bring this episode to a close, we'd like to thank you for listening to this program. Would you like to see what else we do at Grow Me A Story? Visit www.growmeastory.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter, read our Fertile Ground blog posts, and find more ways to learn about living a creative life. Join us next Friday for another episode of Dreams and Bones. And don't forget to subscribe to Dreams and Bones on either Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. Just search and subscribe to any of these apps on your phone, and you will be notified each Friday when another episode of Dreams and Bones has been published.